Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In West Virginia, high school sports rule, and Metro News is where we talk about it. This is the High School Sports Line. Over the next two hours, we'll talk about what's happening in high school sports across the Mountain State. Tonight's show is being brought to you by Concord University. Hashtag, it starts with you. And by Comax Business Systems, your full-service Konica Minolta dealer. Now, here are your hosts for the High School Sports Line, Fred Persinger and Dave Jacklin. You know, we went all season and never got that changed. No, but uh, Joe is such an integral part. Everybody knows. Joe doesn't even have to be mentioned. Okay. It's just everybody knows. Joe's Joe. saying, all right, I'll see you in about three hours. <laughs> I, I was going to say, do I, do I get to take a nap? or? or? I was, I'll see you in Wheeling, bye. I was talking to somebody the other day about uh, the Wednesday night program and the Super 6 coming in. If I mentioned Joe's name, and the person I was talking to told me all about Joe. So, oh. you know, just... just anything we can, anything you know, we can use? Yeah, not, nothing personal, just oh. all professional There could be related. so many things that could be bad there. <laughs> yeah, I started to say, is there anything we can use, Now, Dave? unfortunately not. Oh. And uh, plus, it was a client, so there's, I'm sure there's some uh, privilege in there. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine, yeah. So that psychiatrist again was, oh, no, that's a different class. Yeah, exactly. Hey, welcome in. Wednesday night sports line and the final Wednesday night sports line for Dave and myself. Correct. Now, not for the show. No. The show will continue in all its glory. It'll be Kyle. And Joe. Kyle. Kyle Wiggs and Joe Bracato. Will Joe be on the open for that, though? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not in charge of that. But I guarantee you wait and see next Wednesday night. And here are your hosts, Fred Persinger oh, yeah. and Dave Jekyll. Tita yeah. Green. Yeah, well, you know. But anyway, it, it turns into basketball. Basketball started last night around the state. Girls tipped off. A lot of games last night. A lot of games tonight, in fact. So uh, the show turns, you know, after football is over with this weekend. They turn to basketball on High School Sports Line. And uh, I guess they figure that Dave and I don't know anything about basketball. So we get the winner off. Well, well, kind of. Well, you kind don't of, really have I don't it know. Yeah. No, but anyway, it'll be fun next week, and I'll be listening in, and uh, I hope Joe's name is on the open. I really do. Final show tonight, though, for football, and it's going to be a busy one. Uh, kind of change directions on this show is the fact that we talked to every coach that's in the Super 6 last Saturday night, Dave and I did, on our final edition of game night. So we thought, you know, if you – Bring the coaches back. They're going to say the same thing. In fact, Dave had a great suggestion, Joe. Dave said, "Oh, this is totally you." But I'm going to. You know, this is coming to me. This is t- I know where you're. It's totally you. Dave said, "Let's just take game night and play it back on Wednesday." 
Fred the coaches did, were there. Fred did make that suggestion, and all week I kept waiting for the email <laughs> saying that that's what he was doing. It was a good thought, but we did have some games in there, and it wouldn't have sounded okay. Yeah. But tonight, we're going to get some players in and some other folks. Trey Sign, who is a, a great, great offensive, defensive threat for the Martinsburg Bulldogs, is going to join us here about 7.15 or so. Carson Winky. The Bridgeport ace that, man, every time I heard Travis Jones call some plays, he was always saying something about Carson Winky. Carson's going to join us. Larry McCloy. Larry is the replay official this weekend at the Super 6. And we're going to get his thoughts on what his duties are going to be. Greg Stewart uh, with the Super 6 committee. I wanted to bring Greg on because we talked last week with Dwayne Rogers about the Super 6 and all of the particulars. I want to get Greg's, because he's with the Ohio County Commission, I want to get his thoughts on the traffic, because they are doing all kinds of things in the Wheeling area, making it better, but consequently, when you do that with the roads and everything, traffic gets backed up, and I understand it really gets backed up going in and trying to get into Wheeling and then in the area, so we'll talk with Greg about that. Maybe he'll give us some shortcuts. And then, Joe, you have three other players that I think are going to be really, really good. Yes, so we'll check in with uh, Jalen Creighton from Wheeling Central. Uh, when last we heard from Jalen, uh, the first-round playoff game, he caught the winning touchdown in the final minute after the uh, Tulsa game, so we'll check in with Mr. Creighton. Also, Sean Martin from Bluefield and Cole James from Dodgers County as we uh, get the lineman portion of the show, and uh, those will be in the second hour of the program. Very good. Looking forward to it. So it's going to be a busy show. And, of course, this weekend – the Super Six at Wheeling Island Stadium. The Metro News Radio and Television Network all over it. We've got you covered uh, on the radio side. We'll have all of the games on great radio stations all around the state. Is a tremendous affiliations uh, that have uh, joined us this weekend, and we're looking forward to all of that. And then on the Metro News channel, wvmetronews.com, we'll have live HD coverage of every game as well. So, uh, no matter where you are, if you're out Christmas shopping or whatever and you only have your radio with you, you can listen to the games. If you're at home and uh, you, you have a, a device with you, whether it's your laptop or your phone or whatever, uh, you can watch the game. So it's we've got you covered. There's no question yeah. about that this weekend. And we're doing something a little bit different this year that we haven't done in the past. And I, and I know Kyle's been mentioning it, Kyle Wiggs, on some of the sports casts here locally, but... And, Fred, we can kind of touch on this just real quick. We're waiting for Trey Sign to join us from Martinsburg. But coverage this year starts at an hour earlier. Well, not really. Earlier than normal. We're going to start like for the AAA or the AA games and start at 6 o'clock for the pregame show. And it's not going to be – go ahead, Fred. 6.06. 6.06. Yeah. That's why I was double-checking. Yeah, I was looking at my clock. Had my clock, and it had the one-hour clock. So right. 6.06 is when we're going on the air. And Joe Bercato and I have been working on that this week. So in the past, we've gone on the air – uh, later than that for each of the broadcasts, but an hour before, 6.06 for the double-A uh, game, and then 6.06 for the single-A game on Saturday night, and then, what, 11.06 on Saturday right. for the triple-A game. So it's an hour pregame show this year, and we're working on a lot of good content. It's just not going to be a couple of talking heads talking about what's coming up in that game. We're going to have We're working on interviews this week. Former players, insight, different aspects about the different teams. And, and Joe, you've been kind of helping me. You've been doing the, the interviews. And, and from that standpoint, we have some pretty good pregame content 
lined up on the network on the radio side coming up this weekend. I've been called the talking head before, so it's a, that's that's quite okay. I'm I'm comfortable with the term. Well, in all fairness, <laughs> in all fairness, it's not just a, a little bit of a change. It's a big change, and I think it's a great change. Uh, certainly for the listeners, uh, we are a content network, and I've heard Dale Miller, the president of our network, say that so many times, content, and that's what these pregame shows are going to be filled with, content. You will be ready for the broadcast. You will know as much as Dave and Joe know about each of these teams when you tune in to that pregame show, and uh, in all honesty, we had to find somebody that we knew could get the job done. And we knew if we gave it to Dave Jekyll to head it up, it'd be done and done right. And I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be yeah. really, really good. And I don't want to give away you – know, I want you to tune in. I want you to hear what yeah, we've got exactly. going on. But, but Joe and I have been working this week. Joe's been doing the interviews. I've been trying to help line up the, 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 the interviews with telephone calls, et cetera. We're going to have former players on from the teams that are in the Super 6. We're also going to take a look at the different teams and find some slightly different story angles with some of the teams as well and uh, interviews that kind of go outside of West Virginia to bring some content in that um, may be a little bit different. And like you said, Fred, not just all the X's and O's, but maybe trying to get you a little bit more of the storylines that go along with it as well. Yeah, it's going to be good. There's no doubt in my mind, and I'm really looking forward to that part of it. And, uh, again, the games, I think the games are going to be very good. Of course, Saturday or Friday night we started off with Bridgeport and Bluefield, uh, both teams are 12-1 and one. Saturday afternoon at high noon. It's, both teams are undefeated at 13-0 and 0 in Cabell Midland and Martinsburg. And then on Saturday night, the class single-A title game should be a really good football game. Doddridge County undefeated at 13-0, and 0, taking on Wheeling Central Catholic. They are 9-4. and 4. They've won the last two. They have 11 state championships. Doddridge County has won. And uh, and talking with Bobby Burnside earlier this week, he said, uh, I know you can't find it anywhere, but we have one. And he gave me the year, I think 1936. 36. Yeah, we talked about that as well, Fred. And they uh, they was it was selected. The Doddridge County was selected as the state champion because there were no playoff games at that time. So they do have a state title. And he wanted everyone to remember that. He said, go look in your record books. You won't find it. But we have one. And and we did that on Saturday. We We knew there was 36, but it doesn't show up on the WVSSAC website. So I appreciate you. Talking about that with Coach Burnside. Yeah, I needed to find out from Coach Burnside, and he let me know. He said, "Yep, we've got one. Here it is." So uh, you know, good. That's good. And I think, and they've been they've been number one relatively most of the season. So uh, I mean, anytime you got a, a Hunter America and a Reese Burnside and all of the other weapons they have, should be a really good football game Saturday night. So all three games on paper, they look good. And it's, in fact, that's part of my scene setter. You don't play the games on paper though. So we'll see what happens coming up this weekend. I know it's the 26th year for the Super 6 in Wheeling. And, uh, again, guys, uh, you've all been there. They do a tremendous job. And we look to be uh, pretty good weather-wise. Um, cooler temperatures, yeah. but, but you know, all things considered, it'll be dry. So, yeah. hey, you can't complain for uh, the first week of December. And uh, everybody there should have uh, good weather to enjoy all three games. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think it's going to be dry. At least that's the forecast that I see. So uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed about that but our first guest uh, as soon as he joins us and uh, we're waiting on uh, uh, Trey to call us we may want to call him though uh, Trey Sign is a six foot 180 pound senior 
from Martinsburg, West Virginia, who plays for the Bulldogs. And Dave, if you remember, he was one of our Scholar Athletes of the Week during the season. Yeah, and uh, and a very nice, pleasant young man. Yes. And, and, and obviously plays for a Martinsburg football team as a senior that has... Uh, Never only, lost. Uh, never lost. <laughs> has only seen success through his his days at Martinsburg High School. How's that set you up for the rest of your life, huh? <laughs> yeah, you never, never have a loss when you're playing high school football. <laughs> and, and he's had some different players he's played with throughout that period of time as well. But uh, that's why I'm hoping we get him on, because when you go through a lot of the game stories from the playoffs anyway from Martinsburg, it is just the volume of different players who have contributed for Dave Walker's ball club throughout the postseason. And, uh, you know, one of those... And if we have him on, I want to ask him about him, is Anthony Smith. There's a young man that on special teams and defensively has just been making plays literally every game in the playoffs this year. You can talk about Gerard Bowie. You can talk about Teddy Marshall, Elijah Banks, the backfield. But in everything you find, Anthony Smith is making a key play either on special teams or on defense for Martinsburg, and you don't talk a lot about him. And I think that's what makes the Bulldogs so challenging and so unique is it's not just one or two players that goes across the board of players who contribute for the Bulldogs, and they'll be going for, what, number 56 in a row coming up on Saturday afternoon. And it was those two players you named, Dave, with Trey Sign and Anthony Smith. When I visited Martinsburg prior to the season, Dave Walker, in a couple of different instances during that interview, spoke very highly of them, says, you know, we know we have a lot of star players, but in terms of overall best players and best leaders on the team, he specifically singled out more than one occasion, both Trey Sign and Anthony Smith, and has done so uh, really throughout the entire season. Yeah, in, in all fairness, guys, Anthony Smith is a name you don't hear. No. We don't hear anyone talking about him, but yet uh, in, in my conversations with Dave Walker, he said that many times as well. Anthony Smith, he's one of those guys that just does his job and does it so well. Well, you talk about, and we might have Trey joining us here in just a minute, back in the first-round match against Preston, Anthony Smith returned the opening kick 69 yards for a touchdown in the quarterfinals against uh, Spring Mills. He um, uh, scooped up a fumble on the opening kick, returned it to the Spring Mills one-yard line, and then last weekend against Parkersburg South, he blocks an extra point to keep Martinsburg in the lead 21-6 to in the semifinals. And we have Trey Sign joining us now, but, but Fred, week in, week out, Anthony Smith just makes just big plays that almost go unnoticed, not really unnoticed, but don't get quite the same uh, pub as what some of the other offensive players have. Well, let's join Trey Sign right now. Trey is a six foot, 180-pound senior for the undefeated Martinsburg Bulldogs. Trey, welcome into the program. Hey, how are you? We're doing well. We're doing well. How's practice been this week, Trey? It's been intense. We're you definitely know it's championship week. Well, talk to me about that. Uh, obviously, you guys have been there before many times. So, what makes it more intense? Uh, you talk about a little bit about uh, what, what you mean by that. I mean everybody. Everybody knows what's at stake. So the competition definitely reaches reaches a level that. You didn't know it could, and that's that's for sure. You've done this a number of times before, obviously, and looking for a fourth consecutive state title. The trip, the process of getting ready for this game, how is this different than a normal game week? I mean, we we typically handle it like a lot of away games, like when we went to Salem. It's it's just a business trip where we we have a goal, and we don't want to we don't want to get off track of that. Trey, Trey Sign joins us from Martinsburg. And, Trey, let's talk about something that I think is one of the huge reasons why 
You guys are going for your fourth straight title, your fourth straight undefeated season, 56 in a row, and no one could argue the fact that you have a lot of talent, you have a great coaching staff. To me, though, it is what you were just talking about, intense, focused. You don't think about the fact, hey, we're Martinsburg. You work hard in practice, and that's why you can shine on Friday night or Saturday afternoon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And talked about that a little bit as far as you know, you're on the linebacking side, and you got Malachi Brown, Quentin Brown, uh, um, different players out there with you, Trey, um, Braxton Todd, one of them as well. A really strong linebacker core at Martinsburg this season, and, and maybe talk about how that unit has progressed throughout the year. Well, yeah, um, Braxton being a sophomore, we welcomed him. Malachi coming from a different school definitely welcomed him. And uh, me and me and Bryce and Quentin, we've we've always been tight. So it's just it's reached new levels this year. We we have great communication. We always talk to each other. Let let each other know what's going on. It's 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 a lot of verbal stuff, and it's a lot of trust in each other. Joined on High School Sports Line by Martinsburg senior Trey Sign. And Trey, Coach Walker's talked at length about given the fact that a lot of the starters don't get to play a full four quarters since you're ahead by so much in so many games that he really tries to build competition in practice and make practice more intense than, than normally. How so? What specifically does he do to try to get more intensity in practice? Uh, it's It's game-like situations all the time. We're always getting pushed to where we're we we need a break we need the second team kids to go in we we just get pushed by all the coaches and pushed by each other we there's no let up we push each other the whole practice and we most people not a lot of people don't know this but we don't do a whole lot of conditioning during the season other than on Mondays but because we get our conditioning in during practice we're we're always running around it's it's an upbeat practice and not a lot of breaks for sure. Our guest is Trey Sign from the undefeated Martinsburg Bulldogs. Trey, I would think that with the success that you guys have enjoyed, I mean, we were talking before you came on the air with us, the fact you as a high school senior, you've never lost a high school football game, which is just an amazing stat when you think about it, but that you seemingly find other things that you can really focus on during the game. For example, everyone knows – in the state that Blake Hartman from Musselman is one of the more talented runners in the state. Yet you guys, you held him to 53 yards rushing. Is that like a a little thing within a game that you try to focus on to say, okay, here's the guy. Let's see if we can hold him under his average. Does that happen? We We never really look at the numbers or anything. We never – you know, just say, oh, we want to keep him under this amount. We just we want to shut them down altogether. Each team usually has a few key players or one key player that we try and bottle up or keep keep within our reach, I guess. You mentioned something, Trey, just a moment ago, was the coaches push you during practices, but as players you push each other as well, you just mentioned. I would think to be able to remain a cohesive group with pushing each other in practice there has to be some closeness among the players during the school day 
where you guys get along really well. So when you go to the practice field, you have that trust and you can push one another. Talk about your off-the-field camaraderie amongst the Martinsburg teammates. Off, off the field, it's it's great. There's no There's no drama. There's no extra stuff that can hurt us. Yeah, we're we're all tight, most of us, and I, we keep that same mentality on the field. You know, that's that's some of my best friends, best friends that I will have. So I'm I'm just gonna go to war with them. Special teams, Trey, have been very successful for you guys this year, and a lot of coaches say that offense is a third of the game, defense is a third of the game, special teams is a third. But it really seems that you guys take a lot of interest and, and a lot of pride in what you guys do on special teams. In a, in a normal practice, how much do you work on the kick coverage units and the kick return units? Special teams, we uh, a lot of people overlook that. They, they don't count that as a, a third of the game. They don't count it much at all. But um, we usually do about 30 minutes of it every day. And it's, like, like I said earlier, it's a hardcore 30 minutes. We're always running, always pushing each other and getting after it. What's your mentality out there? I know you're the leading tackler, <clears throat> excuse me, for the Bulldogs uh, from that Will linebacker spot. You're not the biggest kid on the defensive side of the ball, certainly, six one, six foot, 180. But what's your mentality that would make – a Trey sign the leading tackler on this very very good defensive unit. Um, just physicality. It's that's that's what it's all about. It it doesn't really matter how big you are as long as you are you're ready to hit somebody and you you go full speed doing it. Then anything can happen. Sometimes you get run over. Sometimes you run somebody else over. But in the end, it's just all about physicality. We'll talk a little bit about Cabell Midland, your opponent here in just a few minutes coming up on Saturday afternoon. But I want to ask you something, maybe a little bit off uh, center a little bit. You're on the defensive side, and you have an offensive unit at Martinsburg that pretty much throughout the playoffs, especially the first two weeks, they're scoring touchdowns within literally a couple plays of coming on the field. So are you, literally you guys are going off on a defensive unit. you got to have your head up because you might be back in a play or two later. What's that like from the standpoint that, it almost would seem from a defensive side, the way the offense has been clicking, you don't get much of a rest and you're right back on the field. Yeah, that's that's definitely how it is. Um, always got to stay ready. You know, I after we score, I got to go out for kickoff. So I, I definitely got to be ready. And You know, anything can happen at any time, especially with our, our group of talented guys. And just got to stay ready, stay focused. Considering all the success that the program has had, the 55-game win streak, the chance to win eight titles in 10 years, how much pressure is on you guys, and not just this week, but week to week, to keep all this going? I feel like people outside of the team build up a lot of pressure. But with, as a whole with ourselves, we, we don't put any pressure on ourselves. We might think that in our head but once the game gets to going and stuff we don't think about oh what if we lose it's it's always we're having fun at the end of the day let me take you off the football field for a second trey and uh you know we we talked to head coaches dave walker uh certainly many times i've talked with him and he, his goal is always hoping that his guys learn more than just football when he has them for four years this past Saturday, 
I thought something happened that uh, was just tremendous that really brought all that together. Uh, Parkersburg South quarterback and really, really good player Brandon Penn gets hurt uh, in the game, had to be taken to the hospital, did not return. Uh, after the game was over and everything, I see pictures on social media of a bunch of Mar- uh, Martinsburg Bulldogs in his hospital room. Who put that together? What was that about? How did it make you guys feel? Um, I'm, I'm not quite sure who put that together. I think it was a few of the moms on the team. And um, it's just football, it's a overall brotherhood. No matter what team you're on, you know you know the struggles, and especially with one as as big as this, you know it's you know it's I guess I guess it's the right thing to do to go visit, to go talk to, even though it's the person on the other team, it's it's the right thing to do. How was he doing when you guys were in there with him? He he just got out of surgery, but um, he he was doing well. He was doing well. Is he still in the hospital? Or do you know? I'm I'm not sure of that, but um, he he should be getting out soon. Hopefully. Good, good deal. Hey, Brandon. Obviously, being a senior on this ball club, from when you came in as a freshman, um, how have you seen? Obviously, you haven't lost a game, but how have you seen this this program improve from when you were a freshman, starting this three year state championship run, and then heading into the state championship game against Cabell on on Saturday? How have you seen this program change over the last four years, or has it? I don't I don't think it's changed much. I think the players change a lot, but I think like Coach Walker and all the coaches keep the same mentality with every group. They uh you know they lead us the same way. They lead us through everything really. Trey, looking at your opponent in Cabell Midland and what they like to do offensively, obviously it's a very run-heavy offense that they run, a lot of option involved in it. Have you faced any teams similar to it, and what are the biggest challenges that they can present? We uh, we faced uh, Salem earlier in the year, and they, uh, they remind, remind a few of us a lot like them. And, um, you know, we just got to stop the run. Got Everybody's got to do their job, do their assignments, and uh, – Hopefully, hopefully we can win. All right, my friend. I appreciate your time tonight. I really do. What's your guys' plans? You you coming to Wheeling Friday or what? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll practice Friday morning at about eight thirty, and then we'll take a little break, and then get on the bus and head to Wheeling, have dinner, and get ready for Saturday. All right. Best of luck to you. It's uh, fifty-five in a row. Your final high school game. What what's your plans after high school? I, I know I definitely want to go to college, but I'm I'm not sure where. And um, I think I want to be a physician's assistant when I'm older there you right go. now. Great job. All right, my friend, uh, I enjoyed talking with you earlier in the season when uh, you won our Scholar-Athlete of the Week, and I appreciate your time tonight, and uh, hopefully we'll get to say hi or something like that before you kick it off on Saturday afternoon, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. Trey Sign. Leading tackler on the Mar- Martinsburg Bulldogs. That's uh, wow, a nice young man. I, I've talked with his dad several times, Brian. He's a very nice young man. Uh, it's uh, and, and then the guys again. The thing they did for Brandon yeah, Penn. Yeah, that's terrific. That was a terrific thing when I saw that on on Twitter, and it's just a a great great deal for the the Martinsburg Bulldogs. It says a whole lot more than just hey. We're 55-0 and and going after our eighth title in 10 years, which is amazing. Four in a row, missed two years, 
maybe four more. We'll see. Cabell Midland, the opponent. Got to take a break. We come back. The Bridgeport Indians are back in the championship game. One of their leaders is Carson Winky. We'll talk with Carson when we return on High School Sports Line. These days, if you want to get ahead, you have to have a college degree. But you don't have to go far from home. And you don't have to go to a big school where you're just a number. Check out Concord University. At Concord, you'll be welcomed by a caring staff. And you'll get the kind of attention you need with our small class sizes, highly qualified faculty, and rigorous programs. No matter what path you choose, let Concord prepare you for a successful career or to go on to a grad or professional school. Check us out at concord.edu. Need a new copier for your office? Call Comax Business Systems, your authorized Konica Minolta dealer, for the new line of Konica Minolta BizHub full-color digital imaging systems, which allow your office to copy, print, fax, and scan your documents, both in black and white and brilliant full color, all from one system, and they're amazingly affordable. Comax Business Systems. When you need office equipment, we're the ones you need to see. Call us toll-free at 1-888-483-7440 and visit us online at comaxwv.com. I have a passion for the environment. That's why I mountain bike. I love being in the woods, on near vertical trails. I've relished the challenge when I can appreciate the best nature has to offer. So it was only natural that I would choose a career in the elements where I can make a difference. That's why I serve in the United States Coast Guard. We monitor commercial vessels, making sure our ports and waterways are safe and clean from oil or other hazardous material. We patrol our fisheries and protect marine wildlife and their habitats. With all we do, it's about protecting America. This is a lot like mountain biking. It's always exciting to navigate through the next challenge. Were you born ready to protect America, our environment, our resources, our people? Learn more at GoCoastGuard.com. Sponsored by the United States Coast Guard in cooperation with the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association and this station. It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. <clears throat> Too tired. Family trip. Part-time job. Helping around the house. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Just because. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org today. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. From soccer to cross country, we're talking about it on the High School Sports Line. Welcome back in to High School Sports Line. Fred and Dave and Joe with you on this Wednesday get-together, the Wednesday before the Super Six, talking about high school football. We're going to be joined by Carson Winkie here shortly from 
of Bridgeport High School to talk about the Indians and their preparation for Bluefield for this Friday night. I think that's going to be one of the very, very better games this weekend. And uh, we've seen the matchup the last two years, but this is a very different Bluefield offense that they'll be seeing. John Cole was a guest on uh, City Net Statewide Sports Line uh, at 6.30 this evening and talked about how we really didn't recognize the Bluefield team that he saw on tape uh, against Fairmont Senior when they popped it in because it is a completely different offense. Having said that, Bridgeport also uh, back under center a lot more in their stick-eye offense, something they really haven't been the last two years, running more out of the pistol. So both teams are going to see a little bit of uh, contrasting offenses than what they've seen in years past i thought it was a great point on coach cole on the program with tony and greg and brad before us when he said yeah i popped the tape in i didn't recognize bluefield but it also looked a lot like what i saw from oakland and mingo central the two weeks previously so kind of makes me wonder um if there isn't some aspect of playing bluefield this tomorrow or uh two nights from now on friday night that isn't going to carry over some similarities with the minors and with the Golden Bears and Blue or Bridgeport's defense fared very well in those two games. Okay, I just got a text from Carson said he's been calling and it just keeps ringing. So we'll have to check that part out. Okay. Yeah, we were having some issues here on our end reaching him, but we'll do our best to get him. Yeah, see if we can figure that out. Yeah, I tell you what. Uh, in talking with Freddie Simon about his Bluefield offense, and he said it all came about right before the season started, and actually in the summertime when he and his son. Fred Simon III, who is the offensive coordinator, he said his son got with him and said, hey, we need to change some things up. We've got a lot of athletes on the sidelines because they're not really running backs, but we got to get them in. And Freddie Simon told me this past Sunday in Parkersburg, he said, I told my son, hey, it's a lot of work. Are you ready for it? And he said, yep, I'm ready. Let's do it. So it is a much different, much different Bluefield offense, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Right now, Carson Winkie joins us from Bridgeport. Carson, welcome into the program, buddy. Hello, how are you doing? Doing fine. All right, who's Brandon Winkie? <laughs> um, he's a player that he plays for. Uh, he did play for Florida State, right? Right. Well, there's uh, no relation. I'm not, I'm not related to him. No. Oh, okay. All right. There, yeah, because I was looking. We were talking about that in the break. I, oh, I, asked, I asked. Well, <laughs> I asked. I asked Joe. I said, because you know, Joe might know. And from and I said, there's a Brandon Winky from 1999 to 2001 who's 1,200 yards rushing and uh, had a big year for Bridgeport back then. I said, is there any connection with Carson? So I don't ask him. He says, Yeah, it's so and so. Why don't you know that? And, and Joe wasn't sure. So, so there we go. No, no relation there, huh, Carson? You're, you're no, the top. Yeah, it's, it's funny because Winky's not a usual last name, you know. Well, that's I know. what I was thinking. So you can be the top, the top Carson Winky, top running back Winky for the Bridgeport Indians there from our go. standpoint. You're the, you're the top Winky. How's that? Okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Let's talk about practice this week. We just had a Trey sign on from Martinsburg, and he said it was really been an intense practice. I would imagine John Cole has run the same type of thing for the Indians this week, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, we've been um, just focusing on uh, all their offense and their defense and just been doing the same thing we did the whole year, uh, playing hard every practice. And we've uh, we've lightened a bit on the conditioning, but we're still keeping up with it a bit. You know, we were talking, your coach was on the program before ours, and he was talking about how Bluefield seems to really want to spread the football out now. But but you faced a couple of teams in Mingo Central and Oakland the last couple of weeks that, that do like to spread out a little bit and throw the football. So could there be some similarities between Bluefield's offense to some degree and what uh, the defense has faced the last couple of weeks for Bridgeport? 
Yeah, so it definitely helps us out a lot because um, obviously Oakland and Mingo Central, they're a very spread-based offense. And we're not used to uh, the Bluefield spread because the last two years when we played them, they're more of a um, flex-based team. But uh, I think the us playing Mingo Central in Oakland has definitely helped us um, prepare for what we might see this week versus Bluefield. But obviously we have to stop the run first, and that's what we always focus on first. So, And in that Mingo Central game, you had the biggest play of the game, a 97-yard interception return. As much as you guys condition and as much as you prepare for situations like that, the last 20, 30 yards, how hard were those yards to win the foot race and get to the end zone? Oh, gosh. I mean, <laughs> when I made it to the end zone, I was about to – I was just so happy. I mean, I was I was gasping for air at that point, and um, I just didn't look back. Once I caught that ball, I just knew um, – I knew that the, all I had to beat was the quarterback, and uh, – Luckily, I got that. I got it done and um, made it to the end zone. <laughs> Talking with Carson Winkie, uh, both ways. He goes both ways for the Bridgeport Indians, which is not true of a lot of guys. Which you prefer, offense or defense? Um, honestly, I, I feel like I like defense a bit more. But it, when it comes down to it, it doesn't really matter what side of the ball I'm on. I'm always going to try my hardest, you know. So, I mean, offense has definitely been more exciting this year, being able to run the ball a bit more. But it's 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 always fun being on the field. You know, I take a look at uh, Bridgeport in the backfield this year. You have a lot of different guys who can carry the football. You've got yourself. You've got Trey Pancake. Uh, even Devin Vandergrift has had some big running games so far this year as well. There's a real balance, isn't there, this year in the backfield for Bridgeport going into the state championship game? Yeah, I, I think that's what's so special about this team. Um, I mean, last year we we heavily relied on uh, Jake Bowen to run the ball every game. And it's nice to have a bit of a diversity in the backfield now, whether it's um, me, Trey, Devin, or even Brian Henderson. Um, we all run our hardest, and it's, it's nice because we're able to uh, rely on each other to hold the blocks out for each of each of us, one of us. So. And when you've got four different guys in the backfield, obviously the quarterback's position is pretty clearly defined. How interchangeable are the other three running back spots, and how different are they in terms of what you have to do in your individual assignments with each of the three spots? So, I mean, throughout the whole year, I mean, all three of us, uh, Brian, Trey, and I, and even there's also J.D. Love and J.T. Mueller, too. Um, we've all been switching throughout the backfield. I mean, it's not really been like a specific spot for one person the whole year. And um, it's it's really helpful because uh, whether H is usually our just our main blocking back, and um, F is just also like usually our blockers. But we're all able to do the job, and it's it's nice to be able to have that. We're talking with Carson Winky of those Bridgeport Indians. You know, a lot of folks talk about the Martinsburg Bulldogs and all the things they have accomplished, and rightfully so. But you know, when you start looking at Bridgeport. The fact that they have made the playoffs 31 times in the last 32 seasons. They have 51 straight non-losing seasons. Last time they had a losing record was 1967. You weren't even born then, were you, Carson? Or were you Joe? Or were you Dave? I mean, none of these guys were even born then. But that tradition, that football tradition at Bridgeport High School – that is just an amazing thing, and I've got to believe that everyone that comes through there that wants to play football buys into that tradition. I mean, yeah, it, it definitely helps. I mean, being a part of this uh, team has been so much to me, and to be able to contribute to that number and the the non losing seasons and also the playoff number. Now, I mean, it means so much to uh, 
our whole school and even our whole community. I mean, I think that's what's so special about Bridgeport football is that our whole community backs us up in uh, every Friday night or Saturday afternoon during the playoffs. Um, it's really a, it's a tradition in Bridgeport, and it's, it's nice to be a part of that. Well, we talk about tradition, and everybody always thinks Bridgeport run the football, but uh, what in the world has happened with Sam Romano? Who woke him up? He's got the second most receiving yards in Bridgeport for a single season history, only behind DeAndre Holloway from last year, just under 300 yards receiving. And uh, I tell you what, second most receiving yards out of any Bridgeport receiver in one year. You guys can throw the football a little bit, and, and Sam's a pretty good target. Yeah, I mean, Sam definitely came in. Um, he, he came in as a uh, transfer from Notre Dame this year, and uh, it's he's always been – a part of our team this whole year and he's helped us out on all sides of the ball and special teams too, punting the ball. And it's incredible what he's been able to do just with this one year he's been here. And we always, um, we, we created great relationships with him, with our players that we knew now because Notre Dame's not that far away from Bridgeport. So we already knew of him, but he's, he's been such a great help on our offense, especially. Going back to the Week 7 game against North Marion, that's when you started to take on more of the carries in the backfield. How much of a breakthrough was that game for you personally? I mean, going into that game, I knew I'd be running the ball a bit more, but I did not expect to run it as much as I did that night. But it, it was it, it felt amazing because um, I was able to follow my line blocks, and we did a pretty good job of breaking some big runs that night, and we just kept on going at them. And it definitely – uh sparked the motivation in me to do better throughout the whole season. What's it like for your ball club, uh, Carson, when you uh, on a Saturday afternoon and you, you see guys like uh, Dante Bonamico or Dylan Tonkery, guys that played uh, for the Bridgeport Indians, now playing for the Mountaineers. Uh, you know, you just that football continues to go on, which tells me that you guys are being prepared the right way in order to move on to that next level. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it means a lot to um, see – past Bridgeport players that we've all looked up to, like my senior class and the high school class now, um, throughout middle school and high school or early high school. I mean, it's just nice to see those players coming back and support us. I mean, it means so much um, more than they could ever know. And it, it really motivates us to do better. And it also, like you said, uh, provides a insight on how to get to the next level if we want to. Defensively, your ball club has been strong all year, and we talk about Carson. You on the defensive side, but, but Cam Coles had a big year. He had a couple of touchdowns, and interceptions in return for touchdowns against Lewisburg back in the first week of the uh, the uh, playoffs. You guys are pretty strong, aren't you? From from the defensive line all the way back into your secondary, it's a pretty complete defense at Bridgeport this season. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, we definitely um we've had a very strong defense throughout the whole year. I mean, obviously, it's been getting better each week, and especially during the playoffs. Um, like you said, Cam had this first couple of, of pick sixes. But, I mean, throughout the whole playoffs versus Mingo and Oakland, we've done a pretty solid job at uh, keeping our defense up. And it's, it's been a huge part of our team. Final practice tomorrow, Wayne Jameson. What's it going to be like to, to walk back out the tunnel one last time? Uh, it, it's definitely going to be weird. I mean, uh, I've devoted so much time to, into this sport and so much time on that field that it's going to be uh, – I'd say bittersweet because obviously I'm very excited that we made it this far in the season and I'm able to play up until tomorrow on Wayne Jason Field, but it's going to be sad at the same time. Your head football coach, John Cole, I've known John for a long time. In fact, John said earlier in the season on one of our shows that he grew up listening to me as a little boy, and I 
which made me feel real good. But he had a, <laughs> he, he had a quote uh, after, I think, the Oak Glen game that I thought was so, so perfect. He was talking about the offense that the Bridgeport Indians run. And he said, our offense is old. We say that our offense is so old that it's new because most teams don't do it anymore. What do you think about the offense that Bridgeport runs? I, I think that quote fits perfectly. I mean, uh, the stick guy that we've been running for the past couple of weeks, uh, majority, it's been um, it's been working, but it's not common to see that as much anymore. Um, but I mean, it's always worked for Bridgeport, and we just stayed true to it. And it, it's it's easy for all of um, the backs to get used to running this offense, and we've just been had success with it with our line, especially. And it's just been working for us. So. What was the transition like going from the pistol back to the stick eye as far as just players out there getting used to going back to running that old system? Um, I mean, we all kind of are familiar with the stick eye because this is the stick eye is what we use during um, our uh, peewee and midget days or middle school days, um, majority, or most of the time at least. And uh, we're all pretty used to it, but it is kind of nice to get back in the swing of it. You know, Bluefield will pose a great challenge, but considering how your last two seasons have ended, how excited are the guys for the opportunity to face them on the biggest stage? Uh, I mean, everyone's thrilled. I mean, it's it's hard to go down to Bluefield for the past two years and lose at their field, but where everyone's excited for the opportunity available, and our coach has been telling us throughout the whole season that it's up to us. Um, we could go as far as we want, and it's nice to be able to finally make it to uh, Wheeling for the first time of my high school career and it's just nice to be able to make it this far and have this opportunity at hand there you go i think it's gonna be a great game carson i appreciate your time tonight great job and uh we look forward to seeing you in action on friday night okay thank you thank you carson winky from the bridgeport indians they play the first game this year's super six coming up this friday evening uh, Metro News Radio Network will be on the air at 6.06. Game kicks off at 7.06. Got to take a break. We come back. We'll be joined by the replay official himself, Mr. Striped Shirt, Larry McCloy. Stay with us on High School Sports Line. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. We used to think all lung cancer was the same. Now we know that each tumor may have a different genetic makeup. Several different molecular types of lung cancer have been identified. By performing molecular testing on a lung cancer tumor, doctors can try to determine what's causing the cancer to grow. It's a different way of looking at lung cancer. Because lung cancer can affect anyone. The young or old. Smokers or non-smokers. You or me. Knowing the molecular profile of my tumor helped determine my treatment options. Anyone can get lung cancer, and not all lung cancers are the same. Talk to your doctor to see if molecular testing is appropriate for you. Visit lungcancerprofiles.com to learn more. That's lungcancerprofiles.com. A public service of six leading lung cancer advocacy groups with support from Pfizer Oncology. Owning a home is the American dream, but today's economy is challenging. Have you fallen behind on your mortgage payments? Many homeowners facing financial difficulty often feel lost and don't know where to turn for help. 
The airwaves are filled with offers of fast and simple relief. However, many find these offers often lead to damaged credit, higher debt, and ultimately the loss of one's home. If it seems like there's no way out, know there is legitimate help available. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling is a nonprofit organization that has provided answers and concrete solutions to consumers in situations just like yours for more than 60 years. Our certified housing specialists will work with you to review your finances and create a custom plan that's right for your specific situation. NFCC member agencies provide free and affordable help and meet U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development standards. Call 866-687-6322 or visit mortgagehelpnow.org. The sports talk continues on the High School Sports Line from Metro News. Welcome back into High School Sports Line. Fred and Dave and Joe with you. And again, trying to get a hold of Larry McCloy. And uh, I don't know, we must be having some phone problems, gentlemen, because uh, everybody says it just keeps ringing and no one answers. So let's try and get that fixed. Maybe we can try and call our guests instead of having them call us. That might be the answer there. Yeah, because we're working on that right now. Okay, good. Because, uh, again, I want to get this next guest on, Larry McCloy. He's kind of the head of the officials in football, and uh, he is going to be in the tent down on the sidelines. Uh, I don't think he's going to have to stay in there the whole time. He's going to have to be in there if uh, a red flag is thrown because it is a replay time in high school football in West Virginia. I was surprised, Joe, and maybe uh, maybe you knew about it, but I didn't. I was surprised that not that many high school associations have instant replay. No, and – Looking around, I know, not, and this is not to pat Metro News on the back here, but not a lot of high school associations, from what I've been able to gather, have the level of broadcast that we're going to be putting out. And I say that with two cameras on top of the press box, one camera in each end zone on scaffolding, and then the field uh, camera as well. So you combine all those cameras, and it does allow you know basically every angle to be covered to look at any potential situations that we may have. And not every high school has that level of broadcast because a lot of high school championships, they may be at different sites. Having a single site for all three championship games, that certainly uh, helps the cause. Yeah, no doubt about that. And again, uh, Larry will have five different angles to look at, five different angles. And that goes back to what Joe was saying. And uh, so that everyone knows... We, as we being Metro News, uh, we don't have anything to do with the replays or anything like that. That's going to be handled by an outside firm. Uh, we're just providing the the camera angles, if you will. Right. And it's uh, DV Sport is actually, and if you've watched a, a college football game, you've probably at some point out in the corner of your eye seen the logo for DV Sport. Well, what DV Sport is, is they're essentially the company that uh, takes our angles or takes the Metro News angles and puts them in a position that Larry McCloy, uh, the state clinician, is able to go through. Take And obviously when we get a hold of Mr. McCloy, we'll be able to answer this a little bit more comprehensively, but they are providing the system that allows Larry to look through everything if they need to slow down a particular play if they need to you know tweak the image in a way to get a particular shot that Larry's looking for they're the ones that uh, can provide that yeah and it's going to be uh, it's going to be really and I know Joe you and I both have talked about it it's going to be limited to what the coaches can you know as far as throw the red flag about 
Correct. This is uh, very limited in scope. It is applying only to scoring plays and turnovers. So if you have a play that is maybe a catch-no-catch or an out-of-bounds, inbound situation at the 20-yard line, even if it may be uh, a long gain or a consequential play, that's not the kind of play that can be reviewed. Only scoring plays, only turnovers uh, are allowed to be reviewed, and the coaches will have the opportunity to do that two times in a game, regardless of whether they are successful or unsuccessful in their challenge. It does not affect their timeout structure, so they're not charged a timeout if their challenge is unsuccessful. Even if they are successful in their two challenges, that they don't gain any additional challenges. So you have two. You have to use them wisely, and that's uh, ultimately up to the, the coaches on the field. And also, uh, I'm sure a lot of the assistant coaches up on top in the boxes are also going to be uh, in correspondence with the head coach saying, hey, coach, you may want to take a look at this. And the coaches on, and the, co- the head coach on the sideline will have the option to throw a red flag, which immediately will stop play, just like we see in the NFL. There you go. That, and uh, by the way, I know we're doing a lot of uh, – actual business work on, over the air, but sometimes you have to. And uh, uh, if we can try and call Larry, because he's just not having any luck at all, I just got another text from him. So if we can just call the, his number, then it would be better off and we'll get him on. But we, we are doing that right now. Okay, good. So, uh, but again, I, I think this is, uh, you know, I'm not really sure that I like it, but I'm not, maybe I'm old school, okay? Maybe that's my problem. Uh, I know it is a sign of the times. I get that part. Uh, but, uh I'm not seeing, and I'm not saying this just because I'm friends with a lot of officials. I've not seen that many calls that I would have thought, whoa, should have gone the other way. Have you? In the Super 6, not necessarily. Not, yeah. not over the last couple of years, but you know there are situations that can pop up, and I believe Mr. McCloy has just joined the line, so we can get right to him. But to, to finish up what you were saying, uh, you know, a, a situation like we saw with the quarterfinal game in the, earlier in the playoff round uh, between Polka and Oak Glen, that's the kind of situation that would be reviewed. Not necessarily overturned, but certainly would be reviewed. And I think those types of plays, scoring plays, consequential plays, are the ones that uh, this is going to be limited to. Okay, Larry McCloy is joining us now. Hey, Larry, I've known you for a long time. Where are you from, though? I'm actually from Parkersburg, West Virginia. From Parkersburg. Okay. So, well, I don't feel sorry for you when you have to make those meetings on Sunday. You're just coming down the street there, okay? Uh, Not like uh, Dave Walker, who has to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning or whatever it was he was telling me about. You have a big, big responsibility this weekend, don't you? Well, I could have. It just depends on uh, how the games play out, but it will be something new and, and, and exciting if it does have to be utilized. We were talking about it before we had John, Larry, about uh, kind of how it's going to work with the coaches' challenges, et cetera. But from your perspective, um, getting this all set up and making sure the coaches understand exactly the formatics of how it works, talk about that undertaking kind of leading into the Super Six. Well, we informed the coaches this past Sunday of the, of the Super Six meeting how the process is going to work with them having the challenge flags, and they get two challenges per game, and that will extend through overtime. Uh, And, you know, what is limited to on what can be reviewed when it comes to turnovers and to potential scoring plays. When the flag is thrown and you know that it's about to start the the time to start a review process, take us through what you have at your disposal with the different camera angles, how you scroll through the video and ultimately get what you want to determine uh, the success or failure of a challenge. Well, when the, when the coach, head coach throws the challenge flag, the referee will recognize the flag. He will stop the game, take an official's timeout, and make an announcement that the previous play is under review. He will then come over to the replay booth area. And on Friday afternoon, 
probably around one o'clock, I will be educated on the replay equipment with DV uh, Sports. They said it'll take about 15 minutes to give me a rundown on how the equipment actually works. So at that time, we would utilize whatever camera angles uh, would show the play best out of the five, and we will review and then make our determination on the uh, ruling that was made on the field. Larry, if you do get an opportunity for this to be put into action, will the teams be allowed to go to the sidelines with their coaches? Correct. At that point, it's an official's timeout. So, yeah, it would be like an injured player, for example, where the the players would be able to come over and have an authorized conference with their head coach until the uh, official decision is made and the referee makes that announcement. And then the referee will let everybody know, correct? I mean, the referees, just like we'd see on on other television-type broadcasts, the referee then, would you relay the information to the referee? The referee then comes out and, and... used as obviously the microphone, the stadium microphone, to let everybody know what you saw under the tent and what the ruling is? That is correct, yeah. He will make the announcement that the play either stands, meaning that there is not enough visual evidence to overturn the call, or that the call has been confirmed, meaning that visual evidence definitely confirms the call that was made, or that the uh, call is going to be uh, overturned, and the ruling that will apply with down distance and and time on the clock. Take us through the process, Larry, of how replay ultimately came through approval of the coaches, and now that it's here, uh, what have been some of the reactions to other states that, that you know of that have had it? Well, the way this came about was the National Federation will allow a state to experiment with a rule for up to three years, and then the rule is either voted on and it's either passed or it fails. And the state of Minnesota has used this instant replay in their state championship games for three years. And then in 2018, the states of New Jersey and Alabama experimented with instant replay in the postseason for one year. And then they reported back to the National Rules Committee last January in Indianapolis. And at that time, uh, it was voted on and it passed for state associations to adopt instant replay in the pro- in the postseason if they chose to do so. Let me ask you, I'm going to, t- I'm going to tell a story on Larry right now because Larry did Sunday in Parkersburg go over all the rules, did an outstanding job in front of all the coaches and everyone that was there, and he said at the end, now Larry, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I was paying close attention. You said at the end, hopefully – we won't have to use it. And then you took a turn and said something to the effect, well, maybe it wouldn't be bad. We can see if it really works. Did you say <laughs> yeah, that? Hopefully, hopefully the game officials call a perfect game, and we do not have to utilize instant replay. But, but a little part of me would like to just see how it does work and how it does play out. So maybe one of those coaches could uh, throw maybe, that maybe, maybe do that just to <laughs> – just to see how the replay equipment works. See, I was paying attention. I want you to know yes, that. Yes, you were. That's right. Yes, you were. Uh, you, you don't, now, you don't have to st- certainly stay in the tent. You you don't go in the tent until there's an actual challenge, right? That is correct. From where I'm going to be located on the sideline, I think it's going to be approximately 15 to 20 yards for, from where I will be located. So by the time that the head coach would throw the challenge flag, then I would venture my way to the replay tent that is going to be manned by the by the DV sport personnel. You looking forward to it? 
I am. It'll yeah. be, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a fun weekend, and uh, the Super Six is always is always a great time for for everybody involved. And let me tell you this, and I know that you took over from Mike Webb this year, uh, but uh, and and all of us were talking about it before you joined us on the air. The officials you get at the Super Six are just like the teams, the best ones you can get there. You do a great job. Well, we appreciate that. Yeah, it's a, it's you know, we ever it's exciting for the officials, just as it is, it's, a, it's exciting for the players and the coaches and and for the media and everybody. They look forward to it, and uh, it is you know, it is a big environment up there, and uh, you know, it is it is the stage of football in West Virginia. It is but, indeed. But uh, so we do try to get the best quality officials up there. We try to, you know, we want to, would love to get everybody an opportunity to, to work up there because it is a great environment to be a part of. All right, my friend, we will see you in Wheeling this weekend, okay? All right, Fred. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, and we will see you here in a couple of days. All right, appreciate you, buddy. That's Larry McCloy, and he is the uh, uh, clinician that uh, he knows his stuff. He really does. Great guy. Mike Webb was a great guy that did it for many, many years, and now uh, Larry's taking over for him. We need to take a break. We're going to find out about the traffic and what we do about it when we get to Wheeling with Greg Stewart. We'll do that when we return on High School Sports Line. Want to take control of your company's printing cost? Call Comex Business Systems. Through our managed print services program, we can show you how you can dramatically lower the cost of your in-office printing. It's your one-source solution designed to streamline and optimize all of your office printers, helping you improve print workflow efficiencies, reduce waste, and save on printing costs. When you need office equipment, we're the ones you need to see. Comex Business Systems. Call us toll-free at 1-888-483-7440 for your free assessment. Where you go in life starts with you. Start by checking out Concord University. At Concord, we'll prepare you for that job you've always wanted or the career of your dreams. We'll prepare you for grad or professional school and we'll even consider your work experience for college credit or assist you with paying for your education using your military benefits. We have a host of federal and state financial aid, grants and scholarships, and you may qualify. Remember, where you go in life starts with you. You should start with Concord University, Athens, Beckley, and online. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Our country's recession has taken its toll on almost everyone, but it's been much tougher on those who are already barely surviving in one of the poorest regions of America. For more than 40 years, Appalachia Service Project has been sharing the love of Christ with thousands of poor and desperate families in Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and West Virginia. We uh, didn't have any toiletries or any shampoo or anything, and it was real hard trying to, you know, deal with everything, knowing if you're going to have anything. Won't you help today? You can bring joy by giving a family the gift of a new roof or insulation to keep children warm, indoor plumbing, even electricity, and so much more. Please give a financial gift of any amount today by contacting Appalachia Service Project at ASPHome.org. That's ASPHome.org. Or call 1-866-998-3907. Whether I'm training for a marathon, kickboxing, or lifting, I train to add muscle and build my inner strength. I'm always working to increase my reps and beat my own best time. I am proud that I was born this way, driven. That's why I serve in the United States Coast Guard. You can find me on a Coast Guard cutter. 
along with my shipmates, who are a lot like me, driven and committed to our country and the safety of our citizens. We collect maritime intelligence. We catch drug smugglers approaching our coasts, and we're ready to respond to emergency calls from vessels in distress. 24-7, no matter our mission, we expect the very best from each other. We were born for this. We were born for the Coast Guard. Were you born ready for the Coast Guard? Learn more at GoCoastGuard.com. Sponsored by the United States Coast Guard in cooperation with the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association and this station. Metro News, your source for high school sports in West Virginia. Welcome back in High School Sports Line. Fred Persinger, Dave Jekyllin, and Joe Bricotta with you until 9 o'clock this evening. Let's talk Super 6. Oh, well, that's what we've been talking about, but let's get down into the uh, where the work's really done. Greg Stewart joins me now. Greg, welcome in, buddy. Oh, thanks, Fred. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. Now, Greg, you are a member of the Ohio County Commission, right? I'm the county administrator. I work for the three commissioners. Okay. All right. So the county administrator. So uh, we talked with Dwayne Rogers last week before he took off on us and went uh, to watch his team get beat to death. Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to kid him about that, too, when I see him this weekend. But uh, we talked about, you know, the admission prices and all of that and what you had to do about getting tickets and everything. What I wanted to talk with you about, and you guys brought it up this past Sunday in Parkersburg, is the traffic situation that you guys are dealing with right now in Ohio County in the Wheeling area. That's progress. I think everyone understands that, but it also can be a hassle sometimes. Talk about the traffic situation and what folks from around the state can expect when they get to the Wheeling area. Sure, Fred. So we were the recipient of a very large part of the uh, Roads to Prosperity bonds. So there's a $220 million I-70 construction projects, mainly on the bridges, uh, that started earlier this year. So we're fortunate to have that funding and the road work going on, and it'll all be better for us later. But it's all relative, as I said at our Super 6 committee meeting tonight. So this year, unfortunately, it's right on the Fort Henry Bridge. That's the main access both to and from Wheeling Island Stadium. But we've made preparations. Um with signage, with law enforcement officers to be out there to help guide everyone in. So, of course, when you go to any football game, whether it be high school, college, you expect to run into some traffic as you get close to the stadium getting into the parking lot. Um, This traffic will just start maybe a little further out from the stadium on the interstate and will guide you in there. I don't really think it's going to have a significant impact on the AAA or single-A game Saturday uh, the only concern, if we have one, would be the double-A game Friday night. The fans will be arriving at Wheeling probably around 5 o'clock for a 7 o'clock kickoff, and that's our 5 o'clock traffic time for our city on a Friday night. So that's going to be a little extra busy. So we, we, we took our police chief down to the Super 6 meeting at the SSAC and had him give an overview of what's going to happen. And we've asked the, all the fans at, at Bluefield and Bridgeport to just be aware you might want to arrive a little bit early because in 
instead of sitting in that traffic for 10 minutes to get to the stadium, you might sit in that traffic for 15 or 20 minutes. So we just want everybody to be aware. And everybody be patient as well, too, Greg, right? Knowing it's going to be there, it's going to take you a little bit longer, but just be patient. You're working to get everybody through. That is a great point because everything will flow fine and steady as long as we don't have an accident. So please be patient. Please don't be on your phone when you get in any time on the road, but when you get into that zone especially, and everything will flow fine. So we hope everybody honors that and what the police chief said, and and I think it will be very minimal impact. So, Greg, just between you, me, Dave, and Fred, what's the best way to get to Wheeling Island? Well, and that's uh, a great question as well, but the way that island sits, unfortunately, the only way to get there is the Fort Henry Bridge, and, and that's the big bridge right there that crosses from West Virginia and Wheeling into Ohio. So no matter which way you come, whether you're coming up 77 and then across 70 or if you're coming up 79 and then across 70, you no matter what, you'll end up on the Fort Henry Bridge, and that's the, the area they're working this year. So it's one lane when you get close to the bridge. You know, they have the barricades up. You cruise through it about 40, 45 miles an hour. The exits to the island are open, and you'll get right down on the island. We're going to guide some of those folks down a different street to get them into the parking lot quicker once they get on the island. But, uh, you know, there's just, you know, it is an island, and unfortunately there's no other way on and off. Now, next year, if we're lucky enough to get it back, that construction will move further east, and it won't be as a big a concern for Super 6, at least. How about leaving after the AA game? Will it be coming on the island? We talked about that. How about getting off the island? No, any issues with that, with the uh, construction, Greg? I don't think because at that time, you know, you'd assume the game's going to be over somewhere between a little after 9 and 10. Our normal regional traffic will be over by then, and so getting back off of the island will be just typical football game type of traffic, getting back out of there. All right, my friend. Uh, you have uh, given great information. I know you are a busy, busy, busy guy, and I, I do appreciate <laughs> your time. I really, really do. Uh, we look forward to being in the great city of Wheeling uh, this weekend, you guys. This is our, what, 26th year? Yes, it is, yep. You do an amazing job. I don't know how you keep making it better and better and better, but you do. And uh, statewide, I will say that loud and clear. Uh, you do an excellent job. You are to be commended, and uh, we look forward to uh, all the festivities this weekend in that wonderful city of Wheeling, okay? Thank you, Fred. appreciate you having me. There you go. Greg Stewart, uh, Ohio County Administrator, uh, great guy. That... Uh, that committee they have, and guys, I know all of us have been involved in this for a long, long time, but uh, they do a tremendous job. Yeah, they really do, and and we always talk quite often about what a great job they do, making it special for the players as well, and and uh, making it really just an outstanding all the way from shining the helmets, getting everything ready, the field conditions, etc. And and one young man who's very much used to that is joining us now, Fred, and that's Jalen Creighton from Wheeling Central. Well, you don't have to come far to get to the game, do you, Jalen? No, I don't. It's actually right across the bridge from me. Well, I'll tell you what, though, uh, considering the 1,100 miles you guys have traveled already, it's about time you got a home game, right? Yeah, and by the time we play on turf, too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good point. Good point. All right, let's talk about the Wheeling Central Catholic Maroon Knights. Number 10 is your seeding because of this ridiculously tough schedule that you guys played. 
you had to play it because it's tough. Uh, I talk with Martinsburg's coach Dave Walker a lot and certainly with Wheeling Central Catholic's coach Mike Young a lot. And when you are very, very good, it is tough, very tough to get a schedule. So a lot of times you find yourself playing teams that are larger than you and uh, you're kind of used to the traveling, but – Six and four this year gets you in, and you have proven through the first three games you belong. Yeah, and, uh, similar to our, uh, my uh, sophomore year a couple years ago, we won in uh, 2017. You we were six and four, and we had to go on the road, you know, getting, getting at a 10 seat. And it's just like playing these tough teams, you know, it, it builds character and it builds how good of a team you are. And you play these hard teams and see what plays you can run, how good you can run them against whoever you play. And it, it's, it's gone very well. Yeah, I want to say back in 2017, you played the first two games on the road as a 10 seed, and I think you had like Summers County perhaps in the semifinals and actually got that game at home in the semis. But, but as Fred mentioned, back on the road this year, we'll go back to the first round against Tulsa and take us to the play. Your head coach said, we just wanted to get the ball in Jalen's hands because we felt he had a mismatch in that situation, of course, that is the pass play that knocks off the Rebels between you and Jacob Ryan. Take us back to that play that kept the season going. Well, in that play, the play call was just all go, which is, you know, all the receivers run down the field and try to get the ball. And when I ran, Jacob got a little pump fake to the left, and when he did that, um, I saw my corner bite up a little bit, and I just I ran a little faster, and I looked back, I knew the ball was on the way, and I, I looked up in the air, and I was right there, and it was a good catch, and then... I saw that the other defender wasn't as far down the field as me, and I just started running and scored a touchdown. Jacob makes that great throw. You make the great catch. How much has Jacob matured and improved with this added responsibility now of being the starting quarterback? He's 5-1 and one as a starter. How has he kind of grown into that role? He has handled his situation very well. You know, with Curtis going down, I'm sure he never thought that he would be a starting quarterback in a state championship game, even in his senior year. And the way he's handled it has been great in practice. He's been a great leader in the locker room. He's been a great role model for all the younger classmen. And he's you know, a better friend to be around, and he's a great kid, and uh, I'm so proud of him. Talking with Jalen Creighton, a senior wideout for the Wheeling Central Catholic Maroon Knights, catching that touchdown that Dave was talking about, nothing new for you. 11 touchdowns receiving this season, in fact, you lead the team with catches, with yards. Uh, the average for catch, 16. Uh, 11 touchdowns on the season. So you're kind of the go-to guy if Jacob wants to put it in the air, seemingly. Yeah, me and Peyton Marling were the uh, go-to guys on the balls in the air whenever we're not running the ball with Jordan Waterhouse, who's really a great runner. And the routes that Coach Ryan puts in are just great routes to get me open. Uh, if we start getting the ball to Peyton Marling in a couple of plays, he'll get me the ball because they're keen on Peyton Marling. You know, it's just simple routes that we do, and they're, they're just open. You know, I was looking back over some depth charts from the last couple of years, and, and you, you played on that state championship team when you were a sophomore, and again, as a junior. Each year, your stats have steadily improved, and, and you just matured more in that Wheeling Central offense. Talk about your career. Talk about yourself a little bit and how you've seen yourself grow up as a football player over the last couple of seasons at Wheeling Central. Yeah, well, coming into my freshman year here at Central, I'd never played a, a wide receiver before. It was new for me, so I had to learn you know, from John Burkhalter, all those people. Bray Price had learned from them. And then going into my sophomore year, Bishop Donahue would happen to that school, and then Anthony Robbins coming to Central and how good of a receiver he was. It was great to 
they would be at practice every day and watch him go up against me and go up against Bray and how good of a player he was and learn from him. And same with Bray and just all the great, the great school players that came through Central is look uh, what they did. And the coaching is just great. Uh, coach K, who's my position, position coach, taught me a lot, you know, how to catch a ball over the shoulder, stuff like that. And, you know, just being at practice every day, just through being a look at Bray Price, it, just, it, it really teaches you a lot. And in my junior year, I was, you know, Anthony and Bray, they were the, the go-to guys. And watching them play just it meant a lot. Joined on High School Sports Line by Wheeling Central senior Jalen Creighton. And Jalen, literally as we started talking, I saw the photo come across my Twitter timeline of some of your teammates getting the championship week tradition with the blonde hair. Are you participating in the blonde hair tradition? Oh, yeah, I participated last two years. And uh, actually, I already had my hair blonde for homecoming a couple months ago. So it's already blonde, so I think I'm good. (laughs) Here's what you have to do, though. You're one of the leaders on the team, certainly. I mean, you're the leading scorer on the team. You've got to get Mike Young's hair that color. Oh, I wish we would. I'd love to see that. <laughs> I think we all would. Let me ask you something about this ball club this year, uh, Jalen, because when Curtis went down, he had, com- he had combined for over 1,200 yards and 13 touchdowns. Now, that is a huge part of any team's offense. He goes down. ACL, he's gone for the year. What happened immediately after that, that week of practice when you knew you weren't going to have one of your leaders and your senior quarterback, Curtis McGee, what happened in practice that you guys just bonded together as a team even more? See, with this team, this team's different than the other team. This team knew that when Curtis went down, y'all had to step up more because I feel like any other team, when a, someone like that goes down, maybe they go downhill too, but – when we got into practice that Monday, Coach Ryan, Coach Young, they told us that be able to replace a great player like that is other players stepping up and being great in that position. Jacob Ryan stepping up, Jordan Waterhouse being able to carry the ball better than he was, and you know me out there catching balls. And it was just, it was, yeah, like you said, it was like a bond. And like we all stepped up. And we all realized we can still get this ring. We can still do this if we put our mind to it and be focused more. And that's exactly what we did. Curtis McGee, one of your offensive leaders, but talk to me about Adam Murray on the defensive side. I know he gets on the offensive side at times as well, but uh, one of the consistent names for the last uh, several years in Wheeling Central's defense has been Adam Murray. What's it been like going up against him in practice and watching him on in, in game action? Yeah, I mean, he was a, a starter as a freshman. I mean, coming in as an eighth grader to a freshman, starting on a high school football team on the defense has to be something that, you know, would make you want to, you know, quit. But him, I mean, he's just such a great worker and such a, a great person to be around. And in practice, he works hard. He pushes the other people to work better. And he's just a great person to be around in practice. Jalen, you saw your opponent, Dodgers County, last year in the semifinal round, and they were improved both offensively and defensively. What are the, When you're looking at the film on those guys, what are some of the biggest challenges that the Bulldogs can pose? Um, well, as we know, Hunter America, he's pretty good. They're a really run-heavy team, and and I think that our game plan is is good enough to be able to to contain that, and I think we'll be all right. Jalen, I'm not sure you know the answer to this, but I know that uh, Curtis had his surgery and everything, and he came through fine. The, and the ACL was torn, but not the MCL, which is uh, it really helps you when you're talking about rehab. Uh, anybody talk about any chances of Curtis being at the game Saturday night? 
Oh, I think I don't think that he would miss a game for the world, but uh, I really hope that he's there. And if he can't be, then obviously I'm not going to hold it against him. Yeah, but right. if, he's, if he's there, it'll mean a lot to all of us. Jordan Waterhouse, you mentioned Jordan just a little bit ago, and we haven't really talked a lot about what he means to your offense in the backfield. He, he has been a stabilizing force running the football to give time for either Curtis or Jacob to throw the football to you and Peyton. Tell me a little bit about what makes Jordan such a successful runner in your system. Um, well, I think that, number one, our offensive line has really, really stepped up since uh, the injury to Curtis, knowing that we have to now produce more of an offense. Because when we had Curtis, I'm not saying it was easy, but it didn't come as hard. And now since Curtis is down, Jordan Whitehouse has stepped up a lot. He's running the ball a lot harder. He's now at, I think, 1,200 rushing yards on the year. And he's just really stepped up a lot. And the way he runs the ball, he runs hard, he runs fast. And if he goes down with an injury, he gets right back up and gets back in the game the next series. And that's just what we need here at Central to be able to win. We have to have tough guys that are always focused, and that's what Jordan Waterhouse is. You've seen the biggest stage in the state in each of the past two seasons. How much does that experience help all you guys as you prepare to take the field on Saturday? Well, I mean, as we're older now, I mean, being there a couple years ago, I was nervous myself. I'm sort of Jordan Waterhouse was nervous, and Jacob and all those guys were nervous. But now since we're older, we're, we're matured, we've been in a stage before, we're going to be nervous, but it'll, it'll be real fun, and I can't wait for it. Isn't that, that's part of winning, though, isn't it? Expecting to win? Yes, you have to go with the mindset that you're going to win, not the mindset that you're going to get you know, blown out. Talk about uh, any pressure then, considering you've won the last couple of state championships and getting back there again as a senior class to, to get another ring and get another championship for Wheeling Central? Yeah, there's always pressure on Wheeling Central. We've always got a target on our back. And I mean, I feel like if you go out and we play Wheeling Central football, the unselfless play, you know, no one wants to be the guy. We're all, all of us, you know, step up and we get the job done together. No one on our team is going to say, no one in the state can stop me. We're going to say no one in the state can stop us because that's how we play. Last time taking the field with a, a tremendous senior class, what's it going to be like to, to run out of the tunnel one more time with Adam and Jacob and all those guys? It'll be a great feeling knowing that, you know, this is our last time playing and our last time playing will be for another ring, and that's exactly what we wanted. We were planning on at the beginning of the year. Even when Kurt went down, we still were planning on it, and we're here finally. It'll be a great feeling to run out of that tunnel and hopefully get off of the victory. Jalen, before we let you go, what was it like? And I know uh, Coach Young has talked about this a lot, but what was it like for you guys when that uh, the 40th anniversary team that won the first championship back in 1979 came back and talked to you guys, was around you for that weekend? Uh, what was that like for you guys as the team now? Uh, I mean, Coach Young was talking to us about it. I mean, a lot of stuff has changed, but nothing. This, this tradition has not changed at Central. The winning tradition will never change at Central. It'll always be something that we have. I mean, those guys won, and we're winning too, so nothing's really changed. And those guys really gave us some good advice on life and, you know, how to live life, but I think we'll be good. Yeah, I, th I think it's going to be a heck of a ball game. Really looking forward to it. Uh, going after state title number 12, and wouldn't be bad going out as a senior to go ahead and get an even dozen, right? Yeah, it'd be a great feeling to get my uh, fourth championship ring. How about that? Yeah, how about that? That's nice. We'll see you Saturday on the island, okay? All right. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Jalen Creighton from Wheeling Central Catholic. Uh, they take on an undefeated ball club that, you know, guys, I think a lot of folks uh, are just thinking, okay, well, Wheeling Central, they're going to win, but Doddridge County, pretty good team.
and, and significantly improved defense. Oh, yeah. I mean, multiple yeah. turnovers forced in all three of their playoff games, and they're only allowing for the entire season, all 13 games, six points a game. That That's going to travel anywhere. Need to take a break. We come back. Big kid, Sean Martin from the Bluefield Beavers is going to join us on High School Sports Line. Stay with us. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. I have a passion for the environment. That's why I mountain bike. I love being in the woods, on near vertical trails. I've relished the challenge when I can appreciate the best nature has to offer. So it was only natural that I would choose a career in the elements where I can make a difference. That's why I serve in the United States Coast Guard. We monitor commercial vessels, making sure our ports and waterways are safe and clean from oil or other hazardous material. We patrol our fisheries and protect marine wildlife and their habitats. With all we do, it's about protecting America. This is a lot like mountain biking. It's always exciting to navigate through the next challenge. Were you born ready to protect America, our environment, our resources, our people? Learn more at GoCoastGuard.com. Sponsored by the United States Coast Guard in cooperation with the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association and this station. It is with great pleasure that I welcome you to today's graduation ceremony. Students, uh, when you hear the reason or reasons for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Once you've exited, remove your cap and gown and proceed into the unknown. <clears throat> Too tired. Family trip. Part-time job. Helping around the house. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Just because. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org today. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. From football to golf, we're talking about it on the High School Sports Line. High School Sports Line, Fred Persinger, Dave Jekyllin, and Joe Bricotto with you. And now we go to Mercer County, southern part of the state. And with us now is Sean Martin from the Bluefield Beavers. Sean, welcome in. Yes, sir. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. How's practice been this week getting ready for a double-A championship game? How's it been? Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Sean. Uh, we just really focus on just making the right plays. I mean, making the right plays in defense, making the right blocks. Yeah, we've talked to some other uh, players over the course of the program here tonight, and they've talked about how it seems like in the championship week everything gets ratcheted up a little bit more, practices become a little bit more intense. Is that how it's been at Bluefield as well? Coach Simon and, and everybody else kind of uh, really getting after you guys to get ready for Bridgeport on Friday night? Uh, we just honestly just been working on like uh, make sure we get in the right posi positions on offense and defense. 
Sean, going back to last week in your semifinal victory over Fairmont Senior, holding that offense to a season low in points, what did you guys do particularly well in that game to allow you to get the victory? Uh, we pressed the quarterback, but then Mitch cleaned up. We sacked him. Let me ask you this, Sean. It's, it's a different offense now that Coach Simon and everyone is running at Bluefield High School. Uh, a lot different than uh, certainly what you have been accustomed to. Uh, what do you think about this new uh, passing offense that they're doing? Oh, I like it way better this year than the uh, previous. How does that change your blocking schemes? I honestly think it's easier to block people. Yeah. You have a pretty good quarterback back there as well as Carson Deeb. He's a junior. Tell me what it's like to play in front of Carson. He kind of keeps the uh, the offense going. He's he's throwing throw the football pretty well. Talk to me about Carson Deeb, the quarterback behind you. Um, he's a he's a great quarterback. I mean, you just got to make sure we block for him so he won't get hit. Because if he get taken out, I mean, I don't know who we really won't replace him. Joined by Bluefield's senior lineman, Sean Martin. Sean, getting to the Super 6 for the third year in a row, obviously it was a preseason goal for you guys to do that. What does it mean to you to be able to play for a state championship one more time to cap your high school career? I mean, it means a lot. Just one more game with my friends, my my brothers. I mean, who's going to win it? Or Coach Western, I say. Let's talk about a teammate of yours that's only a junior, Stands about five foot five, 155 pounds, soaking wet. Coach Simon calls him a mongoose. Tell me about Mr. Mitchell and what he means to the ball club. I mean, I mean he gives everything he got. I mean, everything he can give, every single play. I mean, I'm very proud of him. He's really stepped up a lot this year. He had Fairmont Senior, uh, Sean, in the semifinals. You get Bridgeport in the championship game. Familiar opponent last week in Fairmont Senior, another familiar opponent in Bridgeport. Does that make it a little bit more straightforward getting ready for those two games because you kind of know what to expect out of Fairmont Senior last week and Bridgeport this week? Is it make it a little bit more straightforward when you kind of face a common opponent? Um, yes, sir. I mean, I mean, we just got to make sure our line comes off the ball and just make sure everybody – Ready to play. Last two years, you've held Bridgeport to just 14 points both times. What did you do particularly well against them that slowed them down? Um, I definitely stepped up. I mean, our D-line and our linebacker just stopped them from running outside, running up the middle. It's certainly when you play Bridgeport, and they make no secret about it. I mean, they're not going to throw the ball. They're going to get in that stick eye and they're going to run the ball. Have you seen that a lot on film this week as you prepare for them? Um, yes, sir, I have. I mean, we stopped the run, and I mean, we got to worry about the pass, too, maybe, but they're majority of running, too. Offensively for your ball club, J.J. Davis in the backfields rushed for almost 1,800 yards this year. What Talk to me about J.J. And, and what you think, kind of blocking for him and watching him play that makes him special out on the football field. I mean, that boy is very dedicated to what he does. He's very fast, strong. I mean, he has, he's very quick. I mean, you open up, up a, open up a hole for him, he's definitely going to try to score. Sean, you made a ton of Mountaineer fans very happy with your announcement that you're committing to WVU. What ultimately led to that commitment, and what makes WVU the best fit for you? Um, I mean, 
I just been like ever since I could see committed for USC, I just been kinda of like either Penn State, West Virginia, Kentucky is like the schools I'll probably attend, but like when I went to my official to Penn State and West Virginia, I just felt like I was it was more home at West Virginia. I really like my recruiting class and the coaches just made me feel very comfortable there. Well, I know Coach Neil Brown's going to be awfully happy to have you in the Golden Blue. You, uh, you like Coach Brown? Yes, sir. I really, I really do. All right, you're getting ready for a big, big game. Uh, I know that uh, that this one is going to be extra special for you for a lot of reasons. But uh, I'm certain when you guys get to Wheeling Island Stadium, you're going to have a little Tony on your mind. Yes, sir. I mean, it's going to be hard. I mean, we went to fair play for him. We just want to win it and finish it off. There you go, because he was with you last year there. I remember um, seeing all of you guys in a restaurant on Friday afternoon up there, and uh, Little Tony was a big part of that, and I'm certain uh, in your hearts he's going to be a big part of it this Friday. It sure is looking great. Like, not right. playing with, I mean, not being with him this whole year has really been hard for us, as well as his family, his family, his father. Yeah, Tony Tony Webster's been around Bluefield football for a while, as long as I could remember. A great coach, and uh, and, and certainly uh, you guys are all playing for one reason this Friday night. I know that. Best of luck to you, my friend, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's uh, Sean Martin, big kid. I mean, he's about 6'6", six, six and what, uh, 255, 260? Close to that, yep. Good, good yep. size, good size youngster. And, Joe, as you mentioned, uh, he made a lot of Mountaineer fans awfully happy. Yeah, no question about it. And um, the, you, you knew that there was good news headed to the WVU coaching staff when you saw all of them post on Twitter, let's go, uh, shortly after uh, the news broke. So, uh, yeah, and he's going to be joining uh, Zach Frazier, Fairmont senior lineman, to uh, create one heck of a line for this recruiting class. And there you go. It's, uh, it's a good deal for Coach Brown. He just – Keeps on knocking them down, that's for certain. Break coming up. Cole James from the Bulldogs of Doddridge County will join us when we return on High School Sports Line. These days, if you want to get ahead, you have to have a college degree. But you don't have to go far from home. And you don't have to go to a big school where you're just a number. Check out Concord University. At Concord, you'll be welcomed by a caring staff. And you'll get the kind of attention you need with our small class sizes, highly qualified faculty, and rigorous programs. No matter what path you choose, let Concord prepare you for a successful career or to go on to a grad or professional school. Check us out at concord.edu. Need a new copier for your office? Call Comax Business Systems, your authorized Konica Minolta dealer, for the new line of Konica Minolta BizHub full-color digital imaging systems, which allow your office to copy, print, fax, and scan your documents, both in black and white and brilliant full color, all from one system, and they're amazingly affordable. Comax Business Systems. When you need office equipment, we're the ones you need to see. Call us toll-free at 1-888-483-7440 and visit us online at comaxwv.com. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. We used to think all lung cancer was the same. Now we know that each tumor may have a different genetic makeup. Several different molecular types of lung cancer have been identified. By performing molecular testing on a lung cancer tumor, doctors can try to determine what's causing the cancer to grow. It's a different way of looking at lung cancer. Because lung cancer can affect anyone. The young or old. Smokers or non-smokers. You or me. 
Knowing the molecular profile of my tumor helped determine my treatment options. Anyone can get lung cancer, and not all lung cancers are the same. Talk to your doctor to see if molecular testing is appropriate for you. Visit lungcancerprofiles.com to learn more. That's lungcancerprofiles.com. A public service of six leading lung cancer advocacy groups with support from Pfizer Oncology. Owning a home is the American dream, but today's economy is challenging. Have you fallen behind on your mortgage payments? Many homeowners facing financial difficulty often feel lost and don't know where to turn for help. The airwaves are filled with offers of fast and simple relief. However, many find these offers often lead to damaged credit, higher debt, and ultimately the loss of one's home. If it seems like there's no way out, know there is legitimate help available. The National Foundation for Credit Counseling is a nonprofit organization that has provided answers and concrete solutions to consumers in situations just like yours for more than 60 years. Our certified housing specialists will work with you to review your finances and create a custom plan that's right for your specific situation. NFCC member agencies provide free and affordable help and meet U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development standards. Call 866-687-6322 or visit mortgagehelpnow.org. From soccer to cross country, we're talking about it on the High School Sports Line. Welcome back into High School Sports Line. Wednesday night before the Super 6, Super 6 this weekend, Wheeling Island Stadium, all three games and a ton of post-game, pre-game, halftime stuff will be available on the Metro News Radio Network. A lot of great radio stations all around the state of West Virginia will have the games and you'll be able to watch the games if you're in a position where you can at wvmetronews.com. Just go to the Metro News channel right now. One of the young men that will be uh, performing, if you will, on the turf at Wheeling Island Stadium on Saturday night plays for the Doddridge County Bulldogs, Cole James. Cole, welcome in. Oh, thanks for having me. Our pleasure. All right, let's talk about these Bulldogs. You've had a tremendous season so far. Yeah. It's been amazing. Cole, let's talk about this ball club. Fred kind of mentioned it, your Doddridge County team. You came oh so close a season ago to getting to Wheeling Island to get there this year. It had to be obviously a goal all season long for this team, week in, week out. Talk about the struggle and, and, and the fight to get to Wheeling Island on Saturday night. Well, last year we lost a great group of seniors, and I don't think people were starting to count us out, but... We knew all along that we were going to be a great team this year again, and we're just trying to prove it, and we've proved it all year long. Talking with your head coach, uh, Bobby Burnside, on Sunday, he specifically singled you and Devin Farley out as guys that have really allowed the line to regenerate with lots of new parts. How have some of those new guys that joined the line this year kind of mixed in with you guys? Well, we don't have quite the size we had last year, but we definitely have speed and aggression like usual. But we've just had to coach them up, and they're doing great. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cole James, six foot three, 360 pounds. Is that right? Yeah. You don't have the size you had last year? I would love, let me ask you this kind of a personal thing. What's your family? I mean, you uh, brothers, sisters? Yeah, I got a sister and a brother. How big is your brother? 
My brother is about 5'10", 260. <laughs> well, what's dinner like at the James family? Oh, we know how to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Talk about that line play because uh, Coach Bobby Burnside told me that has really been the key for this 13-0 and season. Yeah, you've got a lot of good, talented, skilled people, but you've got to have somebody up front that can open those holes, and that's what he's so proud of. Yeah, we definitely take pride in having stout guys up front, and each week we just try to assert our dominance on the opposing team, and I think we've done that so far this year. Obviously, you've been there for every yard of Hunter America's amazing career. Talk about Hunter and, and, and the way he carries the football and, and what it's like to block for him and open up holes and, and watching what he can do on the field. Oh, he makes our job easier, honestly. He finds the hole like I've never seen. And the way he cuts and breaks tackles, he definitely makes us look good. Okay, but don't sell yourself short because from what I understand, you got a chance to carry the ball a couple times this year and got into the end zone. What was it like to get that touchdown run late in the season? Oh, it's every lineman's dream to carry the ball, and it just it felt great. You have, according to the stats that I got, Cole James has uh, 37 carries. Is that right? No, I'm sorry. I'm looking at something else. You have 37 solo tackles. I was trying to help you out on the offensive side. 80, 81 total tackles this year. That uh, is second on the team, only by one, to young Mr. Chandler, who has 82. You guys work together a lot, huh? Oh, yeah. Hey, tell me about uh, Austin Kelly as well. Austin Kelly's also had a terrific year at uh, senior linebacker position as well. And when you kind of mix that into the mix, you two and, and Austin Kelly, it's a dynamic bunch out there. Talk about Austin Kelly, his ability to get to the football, has a nose for the ball, doesn't he, in your Doddridge County defense? Yeah, he definitely has a nose for the ball. And it's definitely a big enough task for just to block our defensive line as big as we are. So, he definitely cleans up and controls the whole field when they get past us. Joined on High School Sports Line by Doddridge County senior lineman Cole James as the Bulldogs get set to face Wheeling Central in the state championship Saturday. Cole, defensively, your numbers are, for the entire team, tremendously improved from last season, allowing just six points a game, forcing three turnovers a game. Has it been different scheme or just better play by everybody that has allowed the defense to improve across the board? It's the same scheme, but I think the big difference is we work together better as a unit than we have in the past. When you look at your ball club right now, though, offensively, last year uh, it was certainly Hunter America, but uh, Reese Burnside has really contributed offensively. Now it's almost like you got a one-two punch instead of just that one punch. Yeah, Reese, he's definitely came in, had a big year, and – it's just nice to have someone else to draw the attention away from Hunter. And Noah Bumgarner can throw the football a little bit too, can't he, at quarterback. You're not just Hunter America and, and uh, Burnside in the backfield or Burnside at a wing spot. Bumgarner can throw the football downfield, 6'3", 160. He can sling it too. Yeah, if we decide to throw the ball, we definitely got a guy to do it and people he can get the ball to. Cole, so many of you guys during the spring are on the track team, whether it be the running events or the throwing events, and obviously Coach Burnside is your head coach there as well. Uh, how, how, are there any skills from track that can kind of help guys, whether it's a throwing event or running event, in football? Well, I've 
say the running events, it just helps with their speed, getting these skill guys faster and throwing. I have to say the weight room definitely gets all these linemen stronger. What's practice been like this week as you prepare for Wheeling Central? Oh, we're trying to do the same thing we did all year, just harder. We do the same game plan, just try to work as hard as we possibly can to get this win. You get that same familiar opponent again in Wheeling Central. Are you looking forward to getting the, the Maroon Knights again, this time getting them in the state championship game? Yeah, it's definitely something we've had in the back of our mind from last year, but I think we're ready. You've had great fan support throughout your five home regular season games and into the playoffs as well. What are your expectations of how many people are going to be making the trip from uh, Doddridge County up? Is there going to be anybody left in Doddridge County when you go up to Wheeling? Probably not. I'll say the whole community will be up there. Talk about that a little more. What's it been like for you guys? I mean, you're on a roll. You're undefeated, 13-0. and uh, You're going for your first state championship since 1936. I mean, you guys are like heroes in West Union, I would think. Yeah, the community's loving what we're doing this year, and we love doing it for them. Just, we love seeing the smile on people's face when we get a win, and They've just been behind us the whole way. Has to make that senior year that much more special, doesn't it, Cole? Yeah, it's really special. I know the old Klein-Stansbury Stadium had its certain level of charm, but when you first practiced and first stepped on the new stadium turf earlier this year in the preseason, what was that like, and what's it like to have a facility of that caliber to, to practice and play at? It's just unbelievable. I don't think anybody in our community or on our team imagined us having a place this nice, but we just love it. What's Coach Burnside? What's been the theme this week in practice? And, I mean, let's be fair here. It's not just another game. Uh, this one's different. This one's for everything. Uh, what's his message been to the kids this week? Well, our theme, we have a theme every year, and our theme this year has been work. And we just work our butts off every single week, and we're going to do the same this week. 33-2 and two is Doddridge County's record going back over its last 35 games. 33 wins, just two losses. To get that 34th win on Saturday night, what's it going to take against Wheeling Central? Oh, we're just going to have to go out and do what we do every week and just limit their best plays and make big plays ourselves. Do you allow yourself to think what it would be like Saturday at about 10 o'clock to hold up a state championship trophy? Yeah, we're definitely thinking about it, but we're just trying to take this game one play at a time, and we'll see what happens. That's all you can do, you know? You just uh, one play at a time. I talked with Coach Burnside uh, yesterday, I think it was, and uh, he said plans are uh, to have a normal week of practice, even a, a walkthrough on Friday, and you guys sleep in your own beds on Friday night, and you'll get up Saturday and uh, hit the bus for about a two-hour drive and come to Wheeling and play the game. Yeah, we're definitely a team of routine. We don't like to break routine, and we just like to be comfortable. There you go. That's what, that's what it's about. Be comfortable. Everybody, I, I definitely want to shake your hand Friday or Saturday night because – now, be, be kind to me because I'm not near as big as you are, but, uh, uh, you know, maybe we'll get together and have eight or ten pizzas, okay? Yeah, definitely. I'll have a slice, and you can have what's left, all right? Bring your brother. Okay. Bring your brother, all right? Hey, Cole, okay. appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you spending some time. Uh, best of luck to you Saturday night. We'll see you in Wheeling, okay? 
Okay, we'll see you there. Thank you, partner. There you go. Cole James, big kid. I love what he said about his brother. 5'10", yeah, 260. Man, can you imagine? You, you better get that biscuit early, or you might not have any biscuits left. That's for certain. He seems ready, guys. He does. I think so. They, he sounds focused. Yes, that's the key, isn't it? Yeah, he sounds very focused. And I, and I think focus is important because we were talking about this earlier, teams that have not been to Wheeling Central before and getting acclimated in that first quarter, and you've got a ball club in Martinsburg that's been there, a team in Bluefield that's been there, and a team in Wheeling Central that's been there as far as the group of players who are going to be out there on the field and how important it's going to be for Cabell, Midland, Bridgeport, and Doddridge County to adapt to that environment in that first quarter. Got to be. Got to be. Got to take a final break. We come back and uh, <laughs> start to say we'd select our games of the week, but I've already done that. We'll be back with more on High School Sports Line. Covering high school sports throughout the Mountain State, this is the High School Sports Line on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Our country's recession has taken its toll on almost everyone, but it's been much tougher on those who were already barely surviving in one of the poorest regions of America. For more than 40 years, Appalachia Service Project has been sharing the love of Christ with thousands of poor and desperate families in Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and West Virginia. We uh, didn't have any toiletries or any shampoo or anything, and it was real hard trying to you know, deal with everything knowing if you're going to have anything. Won't you help today? You can bring joy by giving a family the gift of a new roof or insulation to keep children warm, indoor plumbing, even electricity, and so much more. Please give a financial gift of any amount today by contacting Appalachia Service Project at ASPHome.org. That's ASPHome.org. Or call 1-866-998-3907. Anna complained of a headache. It was a rhabdomyosarcoma. Within a few days, Hannah was in treatment because we were told that the tumor was very aggressive. And it very quickly became clear that St. Jude was the ultimate place to be. So we've essentially put our lives in South Africa on hold. Incredibly blessed to be here. St. Jude is an asset to the world. The research that is developed here is offered freely to the rest of the medical world. The entire way that the place operates is just to give and to care. I think it's the kind of place that not only stands as a beacon for pediatric cancer, but I think it could teach the world a couple of lessons about how to treat people. And I think if those lessons could be learned even in their most basic form, this world could be a better place. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. The Sports Talk continues on the High School Sports Line from Metro News. Welcome back in final segment of the program tonight. Three games this weekend at the Super 6 in Wheeling. The AA Championship comes up first on Friday night. And then at high noon on Saturday, it's the AAA game and 7 o'clock on Saturday night. 
the single A contest. And, guys, uh, again, we've got everything covered, don't we, Joe? Absolutely. And, uh, obviously, there's lots of content on the website now. Uh, Greg Carey and myself uh, filing a bunch of stories throughout the week in addition to our regular video previews. Uh, Greg Carey taking a look at a number of different angles through the game, also talking more about uh, instant replay and all that goes into that and uh, much more with Larry McCloy uh, as Greg uh, talked with him. And uh, so leading up to everything on Friday, uh, there's plenty at the website for people to check out. And we touched on this earlier in the program, but uh, again, as Dave mentioned, uh, we are expanding our programming, our coverage, at least on the network side, the radio side. And Dave Jecklin's in charge of all of that. And Dave, as you mentioned, a lot of content in those pregame shows. Yeah, we'll get underway an hour before kickoff. So on Friday night for the AA game, Bridgeport and Bluefield, 6.06 with kickoff at 7.06. For the AAA game, Cabell, Midland, and Martinsburg go on the air at 11.06 for the pregame show. For the single-A game, back to 6.06 on Saturday night for Wheeling Central and Doddridge County. And in each of those pregames, what Joe and I have tried to do is come up with some uh, featurey type uh, content, et cetera, that goes beyond the X's and O's and really kind of takes you behind the scenes with each of these teams. We'll talk to some former players. We'll get into some different type of topical type things as well. So I think if you tune in, you're going to hear a lot about these different programs and get you ready for the game more beyond just you know, the X's and O's and different plays and stats and stuff like that. We want to tell you a little bit more about these teams and a little bit about what we're going to be hearing on the radio side. You can always watch the TV side and turn the radio up, too. There you go. Again, speaking of the TV side, you just go to uh, our website, wvmetronews.com. Go to the Metro News channel, and you'll be able to watch the games if you desire on in, in HD quality. And Chris Moran and that crew does a tremendous job with uh, Dan Lohman and everyone. So uh, they do an outstanding job on that side. Uh, it will be uh, Travis Jones, Brad Howe, and Joe Bricado. And then on the radio side, uh, myself and Dave Jecklin and Kyle Wiggs and uh, Dave Wilson will have it all covered for you. Did I forget anybody? Chris Lawrence. Yeah, Chris, Chris Lawrence, Lawrence on the sideline. Chris Lawrence on the sidelines on the radio side does an excellent job. He's been with us, golly, I don't know how many years Chris has done that for us. A lot. Does a great job. Yeah. A great job. Every coach wants him to suit up and get in the game because Chris is a pretty big boy. Uh, but uh, he, he went to University of Tennessee, so – can't say anything about the football prowess there. What do you think this weekend, guys? Well, they have Darnell right there, so that's that's that's, that's good. That's good Isn't in that their good? favor. Is yeah. it good to see big teams like that, SEC teams, or or the West Virginia University Mountaineers or the Marshall Thundering Herd have West Virginia high school players? No, well, no question about it. And two of uh, the best linemen in the state headed here next year, so certainly that's uh, that's good to see. Tremendous. It's going to be tremendous. What do you think about the game? Let's look real quick. Got about a minute left. Double uh, A Bluefield Bridgeport uh, definitely contrast in styles now with Bluefield Bluefield passings Blueport that's pretty good uh, Bluefield passings a lot uh, your thoughts. I think Bridgeport's past defense after they really did not fare well, their only loss against Fairmont Senior has improved. They did a great job in shutting down Mingo Central. Mingo Central put the ball in the air 52 times in that game, only came away with eight points. If Bridgeport's defense can replicate that performance, that certainly is in their favor for the game. Big game, Dave, on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, Campbell, Midland, and Martinsburg, a couple of 13-0 and teams, and What's been impressive about Campbell Midland has been on the defensive side of the ball and what the Knights have been able to do all season. And conversely, what Martinsburg has been able to do offensively, they're not on the field long offensively because of how quickly they've scored touchdowns this year. And, of course, again, then on Saturday night, 
Single A contest, Wheeling Central, Doddridge County. That's a number 10 seed against the number one seed. Should be a great ball game. That's going to do it for us tonight and for Dave and I for the football season. Next Wednesday night, it's basketball, and it will feature Joe Bricado and Kyle Wiggs. Guys, great job as always. Special thanks to all of our guests tonight. And if you're going to be in Wheeling, Look us up. We'll be around there somewhere. The school sports line on Metro News has been brought to you by Concord University. Hashtag, it starts with you. And by Comax Business Systems, your full-service Konica Minolta dealer. Stay connected with your favorite school every Wednesday night on the High School Sports Line and online anytime at WVMetroNews.com. The High School Sports Line is an exclusive presentation of the Metro News Radio Network, the voice of West Virginia. All rights reserved.